Happy Tuesday, everybody. Welcome to the Austin's Audit Podcast. I'm your host, Austin Gerke. I uh, hope you guys had a great weekend and even a better Monday, especially those living in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. Great state of Texas. Your Cowboys won. Congratulations on that. Damn, we all deserved it. And you know what? There's no ifs, ands, or buts about it. Now, going forward, and I'll save Thursday's show for that. Yes, there are only going to be two shows this week. Only going to be two. Uh, today's show will be preview or not previewing, uh, recapping what happened over the weekend, and then give you guys the picks in the NBA, the NHL, and college basketball for today. So, really quick show. A lot of recapping for my NFL fans. So let's just get right to it. Let's go ahead and start with the picks. I'm going to go with, I'm going to start in college first. In fact, a lot of the games are underway now, so that's why we'll start there. <clears throat> a lot of top 25 teams in action today in college basketball. You got Houston right now over Tulane, 9-7, but that game is early in the first half. I'm going to go with the Cougars to hold on there. Uh... Battle of the Sunflower State in Manhattan, Kansas, and Kansas State. I'm gonna go. The Jayhawks are leading by two. They got their really weird. They got a really good scare on Saturday when they played Iowa State. But I, you know, they are the number two team in the country for a reason. That too, yeah, the number two team in the country for a reason. I do think they'll hold on. No upset here. I'm taking the Jayhawks, and then Tennessee and Mississippi State. A battle in Starkville. I'm going with the Volunteers to hold on here or at least win this game right now. They're down by two. But as far as the games that have not gone on, I got Texas-Iowa State. I'm going to go with the Longhorns there. Alabama over Vanderbilt. Clemson over Wake Forest. And Baylor over Texas Tech. Again, for my college basketball fans, just as a reminder, if you want a team or a specific conference highlighted, because we are headed towards March Madness now. I know it's January. In fact, it's January 18th, which is, believe it or not, I know it's hard to believe, guys, but tomorrow is the three-year anniversary of this show. But, that's, I'll post that on the Facebook page for the show tomorrow. Thank you guys for who have followed this show from day one, or the ones that have followed the show along the way but back to the picks again no upsets huge today so again for my college basketball fans I got Kansas over Kansas State Tennessee over Mississippi State uh, I know there was a third one Houston over Tulane Texas over Iowa State Alabama over Vanderbilt Clemson over Wake Forest and Baylor over Texas Tech those are your winners today no upset special needed so let's go to the NHL. Again, three or four games are in progress. Now all of them are scoreless. So I can pick these games right now. I'm going with the Jets over the Canadiens, the Flyers over the Ducks, the Panthers over the Maple Leafs, the Capitals over the Wild, the Predators over the Blue Jackets, the Blackhawks, Losing to the Sabres. I got Buffalo there. 
Uh, I got the Red Wings over the Coyotes and the Oilers over the Kraken. So again, the winners tonight in the NHL, the Oilers, the Red Wings, the Sabres, the Predators, the Capitals, the Panthers, the Flyers, and the Jets. Those are your winners today in the NHL. And then to wrap up the games list before I do the game recaps over Super Wild Card Weekend, in the NBA today, I got the Rapt I got the Bucks over the Raptors, the Nets over the Spurs, the Nuggets over the Trailblazers, and the Sixers over the Clippers. So again, the winners today: Sixers, Blazers, or Sixers, Nuggets, Nets, and the Bucks. Those are your winners today in the NBA. And then with one final wrap-up. For Super Wild Card Weekend. Of course, I could start with the very first game of Super Wild Card Weekend. The Niners taking care of business, winning 41-23. You know, yes, Seattle had the lead. Brock Purdy did look bad. Look, did look good or did look shaky early. But that defense showed up once again. And... San Francisco just pulled away late. Nothing surprising in that game. Game number two Saturday. Boy, Trevor Lawrence looked like a fool, didn't he? Four interceptions all in the first half. Three of them to Asante Samuel Jr. And five turnovers overall for Jacksonville. Yet, yet, the Chargers, you know, I'm doing this show out of Southern California. Yet, the Chargers... Blew it. Now, today they fired OC Joe Lombardi. I don't think the offensive coordinator is the big problem, but it's probably going to be the first move of several coming out of L.A. this offseason. This is just the first one. I think there's a bigger one coming up, and it's Brandon Staley getting fired because I'm sorry. When you have a 20-point lead, you do not... You don't blow this. You shouldn't blow it at all. It's a 20-point lead. So, as far as that game goes, sorry for the background noise for people listening on audio. But, anyway, for the third game of the weekend, first game on Sunday, Buffalo little too careless with the football. I do think that's going to bite them against Cincinnati if they keep that up. But because Skylar Thompson was so average and there was bad, bad clock management in Miami. And we'll get to the bad clock management in Baltimore and proving my point that Lamar is not worth the money in a second because I said it to you guys Wednesday of last week. And I'm going to say it again with that in that topic later. But to wrap up this game, Buffalo did just enough to win. But if they keep turning the ball over, you might see an upset next weekend when we finally get the Bills and Bengals to actually play a completed game. Now, for the middle game, the other upset, in fact, there were only, if you look at Caesars, there were technically... There was technically only one. It was this game. The Giants and the Vikings. 
The Vikings, the team that went 11-0 in games decided by one score or less, so eight points or less, had to play that way again, and what do you know? They lost. Now for the defense. Sorry, Vikings fans. Your defense did... Your defense... You know, I'll give you this. Your defense played better than the Bucks did last night. And Dak made... Dak made Todd Bowles look like a clown. And I'll get to him later on. But don't worry, Vikings fans. Your defense did okay. It kept you in the game. But... You know, Daniel du Daniel Jones finally lived up to his potential. His first playoff start, 71 rushing yards, over 300 passing yards, and three touchdowns. Not bad at all for Daniel Jones. And then the final game on Sunday. <laughs> you had the Ravens lose to the Bengals. Again, Ravens had a shot. And yes, the Sam Hubbard play late in the third quarter did give the Bengals the lead that they held on to, but the Ravens still had a chance, and really, I blame this loss more so on John Harbaugh. Why? Because when you have two timeouts in under two minutes, the idea is to stop the clock and save as much time as possible. The Ravens didn't do that. And, if the, and it's because they didn't do that that you had to throw that Hail Mary pass into the end zone that maybe could have been caught, but when you actually look at the replay, it wasn't really that close. I mean, it was close enough, but he would have had to make an incredible dive in order to do that. So as far as the AFC playoffs go, and I'll preview all these matchups in Thursday's show, but in reality... It's just not, it's not close. This is wide open. It's going to set up for that Buffalo-Kansas City matchup in Atlanta unless, unless the Bills do what they did as far as the turnovers are concerned. If the Bills turn the ball over three more times, Cincinnati might win this game. If they don't, Buffalo's going to win this game going away. And then finally, before I log off for the show, for today, of course, wearing the shirt, got the banner, gave the rah-rah speech all day Thursday of last week, and what does this team do? <laughs> Laid an egg. 31-14, congratulations to Dak Prescott. He becomes the first quarterback to throw for 300 and... 300 yards and four touchdowns, and or five touchdowns, really, because you got to have that rushing touchdown. The only thing that didn't go right for the Cowboys was your kicker, and, you know, that honestly might be fixable. So for all you people in Dallas that are going, well, there is one thing to complain about. It is that. But otherwise, Dallas dominated. There's no, there's nothing else I can say about the Cowboys that hasn't been said. And they earned this win. So, congratulations on that. My final point before I go, of course, deals with the team I'm wearing, the team I rep every day. The Buccaneers. Of course, the offense I expected to only give 14 points. That was 
almost the average all year. Remember, this was the team that was, what, 25th in scoring? or You know, it was 15th overall offense, but mid-20s in scoring. So didn't expect this team to score a lot of points. What I am ticked about is the defense didn't even try. It didn't even look... I mean, credit to Dak, he played well. And he carved him up. But really, no adjustments? None? I mean, there's going to be a... I'm going to have a... There are a lot of questions in Tampa that should be asked right now. At least about that coaching staff. There should be. Yeah, you got the big elephant in the room as to whether TB12 will go to Tampa or stay in Tampa, retire, or leave. The question, the answer on this show is, he's going to leave. Will he retire and go to Fox right away? Probably not. That's my guess. He probably won't. He's probably going to end up in either San... Well, with how Brock Purdy is playing, he might not go to San Francisco. He might end up in Vegas if Brock Purdy continues to play this well. But as far as the Buccaneers are concerned... They really, really need to take a look at that coaching staff and make some huge changes. If you really, and I'm saying this to the Glazer fam, the Glazer family, if you really want to keep TB12 in Tampa, if you really want him to stay, because I don't think he's going to retire, but if you really want to stay, if you really want him to stay, Give him all the power in the world. Why not? Because, okay, you gave him full autonomy for the offense, but it was basically a coaching staff that he didn't really get to choose. So if you just let Tom Brady have every power in the world, who knows? And you have a healthy offensive line, maybe this team will return back to normal. But if the Buccaneers and the Glazer family really want Tom Brady to stay, give him all the power in the world. Why not? Otherwise, if he does leave or go so if he does retire and go somewhere else, then you better go get Derek Carr. Because sitting 19th in the draft ain't going to get you a quarterback right now. And even if they do get a quarterback to fall in their lap, with the number 19 pick in the draft. Even if they get a quarterback to fall in their lap. He won't be ready to play right now. He'll be like Kyle Trask is for the last two years. He'll be sitting waiting to see what will happen. He'll probably compete with Kyle Trask. Because now he's the only quarterback under contract for the Buccaneers. Heading into the 2023 season. So... If anything, you're going to draft a quarterback just to compete with Kyle Trask. That's it. And I don't even know if this team is built for a rookie to take over right now or even a third-year player that has only taken nine pass attempts in a regular season. So all I'm saying, Bucks fans, we got to just wait and see how the elephant in the room Either we got to see if the elephant leaves the room or if he stays. So for the Bucks, it's just a matter of the waiting game. All right. With that, thank you for listening and watching. 
Again, one more editor's note. I did say early in the uh, show for programming purposes that there were going to be two episodes this week. Wrong. I forgot about Friday. Three episodes this week. The next one will be Thursday. But as far as today goes, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out. I'll see you guys Thursday. Don't forget you can listen to this show on Podbean. Just search for the Austin's Audit Podcast. You can also listen to the show on Spotify, Google, Apple, if you know the trick, Dreezer, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Amazon Music, Pandora, and SoundCloud. You can also, or anywhere else you get this podcast. You can watch this show on Rumble, either by downloading the Rumble app or going to rumble.com if you're on a desktop computer. Search for the username ADGERKE, that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E, again that's A-D-G as in girl, E-H-R-K-E. Please make sure that search is set to channels, not videos, click subscribe and you'll have every single episode of this lovely show. Like, comment, and share, like, comment, and share so we can sneak up the Rumble algorithms. And speaking of algorithms, you can follow this show on social media. Just search for the Austin's Audit podcast page on Facebook. Search for the show's hashtag, which is hashtag the Austin's Audit podcast. Or if you want to follow me personally, you can do that by either following me on Instagram at AustiSpamonti. That's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Again, that's A-U-S-T-I-S-P-A-M-A-N-T-I. Or you can follow me on Twitter at Austin underscore Gerke for post-episode interaction. With that, I'm logging off. Thank you for listening and watching the Austin's Audit Podcast. I've been your host, Austin Gerke. Peace out! And I'll see you guys a Thursday.